Hello HK and Beyonders, welcome back to episode 2. Shaz here from HKB. And Leon, your co-host for today. So, we are looking at Point of No Return from 1990 today. We recently watched this one, didn't we? Yep, but before we get into it, here's a little sample of the trailer. So this is episode two, as Shaz has said, and we're hoping to take the podcast a little bit further. We think this format might be good for film reviews. For those of you out there that aren't familiar with us, we have a YouTube channel, HKB Hong Kong and Beyond. And on that channel, Shaz and I have put out a variety of film reviews, listings, and other types of videos. You can also find us on social media via Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And few of you may not know that we put our videos on Tumblr too. And that's usually where they show up first. But nobody follows us on Tumblr so nobody knows that. Mm. But that's just a little heads up for you guys if you were to look into that. Um, we like to interact with all of our viewers. And we're big, big fans of all types of Hong Kong movies and cult films. And uh, if this is your first time with us, welcome. We hope we can keep your interest and we hope you enjoy the following episode. So, Shaz, take it away. So, point of no return. What did you think of this one when we watched it recently? I really enjoyed this. It's a good 90s actioner with overtones of a heroic bloodshed movie. Mm. Do you enjoy that? I don't know. I probably would say I'm not so much into heroic bloodshed, but I did really enjoy this film. It just felt... I mean, yeah, it did feel a bit like that, but also there was tons of sort of action that I really enjoyed. Yeah, the stunt pieces in this film are very good, and um, it's very enjoyable. The, the plot or what we have of a plot, is about some killers who's played by Jackie Chung and Patrick Tam in his first role. Mm. So Jackie Chan is D, or Eagle, as he is known in the film, and Patrick Tam is KK. And um, KK's dad is Kenneth Sang, who plays Uncle Min. And he's like a stepfather to Jackie Chung in this. Mm. In the beginning of the film has them basically taking out another killer called Michael, who has broken the code of the killers. Mm. And that is set in Thailand, which is a really nice location for this. And that has one of the biggest set pieces of the film with the speedboat chase. Yeah. Yeah, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of reminiscent of The Man with the Golden Gun. Yes. Which we both liked. Yeah. Anyway, the assassin that they kill, Michael, he has a brother played by Ken Lo, 
and Ken Lowell is teamed up with a lady in that chasse who was quite formidable. She was. Um, the character was Lily, played by Lin Guayu. But yeah, she was really sort of muscular. Yeah, she was... Like, sort of physique. Almost like a bodybuilder. Yeah, I think she may well have been a bodybuilder. Mm. Um, but if not, she had a real strong look to her, and she looked paired up with Ken Lowell. They looked like serious business as a pair of killers. Yes, they did. They were pretty tough, weren't they? They were pretty tough, pretty strong, and he definitely wanted revenge for his mm. brother. Yes. So all these killers work for Mr. Falk, played by Peter Yang. Ah, Peter Yang. Now, some of our viewers may remember he was in Enter the Fat Dragon, which we mm. reviewed on our channel. So a little plug there. Shameless plug. Go and watch our Enter the Fat Dragon <laughs> review. Peter Yang was quite a lot of fun in that one. And, yes, uh, I'd say a similar sort of role, maybe. Yeah, minus the comedy that, mm. that was in Enter the Fat Dragon. Oh, yes, yes. But a sort of a, a big boss sort of character. Yeah, bit of typecasting there. Mm. 關於這個那件事如果被我知道誰個合家產做影仔的我就鬥他攞有摘三個流年下去不准他笑不准他叫我下次不敢了Yeah, this was an interesting film. Um, there were certain elements of the plot that were a big swallow. And uh, maybe we won't go into that straight away. But um, Jackie Chung is great as a lead in this. Mm. It's really nice to see him as a lead, isn't he? Yeah. And who's our leading female in this, Shaz? Well, it has to be Joey Wong. And she's the one and only. <laughs> yeah. I don't say it, because every time I do, I get shot down in flames. But yeah, <laughs> Joey Wong, she looks fantastic in this, and uh, a bit more than just window dressing, I feel. Absolutely. She got involved in a bit of the action towards the end, didn't she? She did. And I felt that she, you know, she had a few sort of dramatic scenes, you know, when some awful things happened, and she dealt with those really well. You know, it just felt so real, her distress and... Yeah, she gave credibility to yeah. what could be seen as a slightly poor script, but because of her efforts, it elevated what was there. Yeah, yeah. And I think she's got a sort of really sort of delicate way to approach things that come off really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her in this. I mean, when we covered... My Heart is That Eternal Rose. I was really blown away with that performance. Yeah. And though this film is not on the same level with that, not by a long shot, it is very entertaining still and good performances. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was quite impressed, actually. This is the first Guy Lai film we've seen. And, um, yeah, what do we what have we got to say about this director, Shaz? What do we know? Guy Lai... Yeah, so we've not really seen much of him, if at all. And looking down his biography of what he's worked on, 
Um, well, he was an actor to start with by the look of it, like mid-70s. Yeah, so his filmography runs from 1975 to 2011, and it says he was an actor in 27 films, and a director in six films, and also on his credits, he has some other duties. Yes, so he's been action director, producer, and also a Wing Chun director. And he was also Wing Chun consultant on The Prodigal Son. And that is none other than the Sammo Hung classic mm. with Yuen Bu and Lam Ching Ying and Frankie Chan. Yeah. And everybody knows the quality of the Wing Chun in that film. I think, yes. you know, <laughs> it's top drawer. So for him to have been a consultant on that, he must know mm. his stuff. I presume, you know, some Wing Chun, some martial arts. So he's got good credentials there. He's got, you know, good stock in his filmography. Yeah. Absolutely. When you read through some of the films that he's been involved in, you know, as, as in other roles, you know, he's involved with The Odd Couple as production manager. Fantastic. Yeah. And what other films has he directed, Chaz, if we take a quick look? So he directed The Intellectual Trio. That was from 1985. I believe that one has been released by Panorama on the Hong Kong Classics label. I oh. think... I think it may be Leslie Chung in that. I'm not sure. Leslie Chung or Alan Tam. Yes, you were right. Leslie Chung's in that one. Great. And Stanley Fung as well. Yeah. So that may get added to our list. As soon as that drops in price a little bit, then we'll be uh, tempted to add it to our basket and one of our favourite stores. And for all those of you out there that don't buy from overseas, it's perfectly safe to do so. We actually have a shopping guide as well on our channel. And we recommend sites such as Bioyo, dddhouse.hk, YesAsia, and there's many, many more. So you can do so, but shop around because prices mm. vary from site to site. Yes, yes, they do, don't they? Mm -hmm. So it's also directed Who's the Crook? That was from 1986. Sister Cupid from 87. So that one stars Maggie Chung and Carol Cheng. So, oh my god. I'm that, amazed we've not come across that one before. That's that's definitely exciting for me. And, and Jackie Chang as well. Ooh. And Pat Ha. Yeah. And Nat Chan and Taibo. Ooh, that's, that, that is a great really cast. Good cast. I like the yeah. cast on that, definitely. Also, Stumbling Cops. So that was from 1988 and starring Stanley Fung. And Chin Su Ho, one of our favourites here on the channel. And Ghost for Sale from 91. Ricky Hoy. Wilson Lam's in that. And, as a little aside, one of our favourite villains of Hong Kong cinema, Fung Hak On, was the martial arts director on that one. So that would be fun to see. Mm. And I see down there as well, Ken will be pleased from Podcast on Fire to see this, Charlie Cho's in there. Ah, brilliant. I'd be uh, very surprised if he hasn't seen this one. So, going back to our film that we're focusing on, Point of No Return, as you said, there was action elements in this that mm. you liked. What did you think of the fight choreography? Because we had some, you know, some expert hands in here. We're having Ken Lowe, yeah. super kicker. Yeah, um, I thought it was all, you know, really well-timed. Really, flowed really well. And just looked brilliant on screen. Great, yeah. I have to admit, I was really impressed with the, the fights in this. Yeah. The hand-to-hand the -hand stuff was really good. I always find it's not really spoke off a lot with Jackie Chung. 
And mm. maybe he is double the lock, because you can tell scenes where he's not facing the camera. Um, but he throws his all into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I enjoy that. You know, yeah. that's the actor in him. He commits to what he's doing. And Patrick Tam, he seemed to have, for a first role, he seemed to mm. have quite a bit of on-screen fight time. He did. He had several fights with Ken Lowe, didn't he? He did. And um, they were full on. It didn't feel like anything was held back at all. Yeah, I like that. I like it when mm. the participants are game. Yeah. And they were definitely game in this. Yes. And like you said, even Joey Wong gets a little bit in on the action. Yeah. Which is appreciated, you know. Yeah. Suffer for Taoist art. Yes. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a nice setup and a nice lead up to a really good sort of typical Hong Kong action finale. Yeah, I like that. The action directors for this, I've not heard of them before, but maybe some of you guys have. We've got Douglas Kung Chung Tak, Ken Yip, and Kwok Gay Chung. Um, so, yeah, new to us, and I don't know whether I'll remember all those names, but maybe if we watch a few more films, yeah. those names pop up, we might start to take note. Yeah, definitely. We also had Fung Hakong in this one in a very small role, didn't we? We did. Blink and you'll miss him. Yeah. He was in a disco. I wonder if uh, he was actually called in for filming or they were filming in the disco and he happened to be in there and they're like, oh, can we just get you in for this scene? <laughs> and we also had Rico Chun, who some may remember was in Yu Pui Chuen, which we covered on mm. channel. That's currently our leading video. I wonder why everybody likes a saucy bit of cat free. <laughs> and Rico in that was basically doing the low lay part from Sex and Sen, but Yu Pui Chum was actually first. So, yeah, there's a fun cast in this and mm. more than one or two faces that you might recognise even if you can't name. The gunplay, what do you think mm. of that? Good. It was and good. then Jackie Chung had that really serious looking gun, didn't he? <laughs> In that warehouse scene. Yeah, the hand cannon, as I yes, referred to it. Yes, that was pretty spectacular. <laughs> it, it was, and I did enjoy it. And I'd say for me, it's kind of mid-level gunplay. It's not to just stand and shoot. And shoot and shoot and shoot and until somebody falls down without any thought to it. It's a bit of thought to it. There's a bit mm. of improv, but it's not kind of John Woo, Johnny Tell, Ringo Lamb level. But mm. you know, for this film, and like you say, maybe it's more of an action film than it's heroic bloodshed. It it was serviceable, and uh, I enjoyed it. I would say this is probably not. A classic, but it's certainly one that a younger version of myself, if I'd had it on VHS, mm. it would have been on repeat quite often yeah. because it's easy to watch. I was just going to say that. It was an easy watch. Easy, you know, and really enjoyable. Right. So the following little bits we'll talk about will be kind of spoilers for the film. So if you don't want to hear this, if you intend to buy the film, 
perhaps skip the next section for the next couple of minutes and join us towards the end of the episode. Right, so with Patrick Town being in his first role, I really, really expected him to get killed off in this. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't happen. No. Were you shocked? Um, yeah, I guess I was waiting waiting for something like that to happen. It did feel like it, especially yeah. when he first came across Ken Lowe. I thought, well, he's at it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, the first meeting they had in that apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure he, he was a ringer. Mm. I thought he was going to be, you know, taken out there and then, and that was going to be a motivation for Jackie mm. Chung. So the fact that yes. he, he yeah. survives the film in mm. his first role that kind of subverted my expectations. Mm. And I like that it wasn't like one of those films where somebody gets shot and made to look dead and then at the end of the film, oh, he's alive. Mm. It was intended that he was going to make it to the end of the film. Yeah. And I think for him, that's really good. I mean, he had some strong parts in this, like um, the the singing part at the beginning oh, of the karaoke. Yes. Yeah. He's singing in front of one of the four heavenly kings, Jackie Chung. Yeah, yeah. Now that's pressured. <laughs> and if that was him, which I presume it was, a pretty good voice, Patrick Tam. Yeah, yeah, it was all right, wasn't he? Do you think that's why he turned up in Shelby's Spy, you know, a bit of his arena? Yeah, could well be. <laughs> Great. And, uh, yeah, he, he turns up everywhere, Patrick Tam. You guys have seen him. He's been in Raging Fire. Mm-hmm. Breakout Brothers. Breakout Brothers, yeah. He's a big roller. Yeah. He was uh, a bit slimmer in this film and a bit younger, though. And uh, interesting to see where he started up. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, Kenny sang in this one. I liked that he was the overbearing father. I mean, completely. Mm. I mean, it was <laughs> ridiculous lengths he was going to to try and stop Patrick Tam. Yes, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think he was just trying to prove a point. Like, yeah. are you sure you want this life? Yeah, and then he shows him his false leg, which, um, again, we're in the, the spoiler zone, but in his false leg, he keeps a gun hidden, which comes mm. in really handy at yes. the end of the film. Yes. I like that. I don't think, um, I don't think I've seen that before. No. Not no. that I can recall. Maybe it's mm. happened before, but I, you know, I know... There's been films where people have things smuggled in it, like, like drugs and whatnot, but I can't remember anybody having a gun that size mm. <laughs> stashed in the false leg. <laughs> but um, I liked it. And um, the tension in this, even with the slightly, you know, weaker plot to some mm. other films, I thought it worked quite well. Yeah, but there was some nice character elements with, like, Jackie Chung. Every time he went to do a kill... You'd see him in the in the mirror putting the hair gel on and styling his hair, and it was just a nice little extra that sort of you felt like you were knowing the character. That's right, and also when Patrick Town goes out on his own the first time, and his mission is to kill a policeman who happens mm. to be Joey Wong's father. Yeah. So that adds, you know, another dimension to the film and also this is where the plot lets it down a little bit because we're supposed to believe that you know Joey Wong can then have a conversation you know even though she's upset with Jackie Chung 
and Patrick Tan be there and Jackie can sort of say to her, oh, it's not his fault, you know. Yeah, he's, he's not just the real tool. killer, he's just the tool. And that's where the writing may be a little bit lazy and um, might put some people off. Mm. But as we said before, Joey Wong, she covers over that. Yeah. There's a bit of plastering over it with a really fine performance. Yes. Um, so, if you're willing to overlook small details mm. like that, then you'll probably enjoy this. Mm. Uh, as for the disc that we had, we had a Blu-ray. It was from CN Entertainment, a Mayar film, and uh, it was okay. Picture wasn't the best I'd ever seen. It was probably more like an upscaled DVD, but it was perfectly serviceable. Probably the best you're going to get this. Don't think you're going to get a UK or a US Blu-ray of this. Not likely. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, probably the best you can hope for mm. would be a German or French, which mm. is always a possibility because you never know what those guys are going to put out. But I, I thought this, this copy was perfectly serviceable. You know, I didn't notice anything particularly bad. No. The pace in the subtitles was good, but there were yeah. some literary errors. Mm. Which, I didn't uh, notice too many, but uh, I might have just glazed over them, yeah. like sort of reading through the wrong word and just reading the word it should have been. Well, we've watched so many now that yeah. we, we do do that. We automatically translate it to what it should be yeah. while stopping to have a laugh at what it is at the same time. Like we've said before, that's a bit of a charm for us, the mm. Hong Kong subtitles. We do kind of enjoy a good error that makes us giggle. Like in Tiger on the Beat where <laughs> Chow Yun-Fat tells Nili to smuggle the cock in the bra. I'm sure that's not what he meant. <laughs> I wonder what he did mean. <laughs> Cocaine. Oh. <laughs> but anyway. Yes, this this was a fun film, I feel, Shaz. Absolutely. Are you happy with this one for episode two, having covered this one? I am, and I think I I would definitely recommend this film to people. Um, you know, if you like your Hong Kong action films of, you know, eighties, nineties, I think I think you can't go wrong with this. I also would, but I'd put in the caveat that if you want a completely plausible and deadly serious script, then maybe it might not be for you. But mm. if you're Jackie Chung Joey Wong fan then absolutely you know make a purchase you'll probably enjoy this So we hope you've enjoyed our little chat on Point of No Return. We certainly enjoyed watching it and discussing it for you today. We shall let you know when the next episode is available. We shall put some postings up on our social media platforms for you. Okay, so that's all for now, HK and Beyonders. And it's goodbye from my co-host. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Goodbye. Catch you on the next one.